Hi, welcome to the Dramatized Podcast. I'm Kelsey Maple. And I'm Lisa Ellis. And today we're going to be talking about episodes 13 and 14 of Startup. We're almost to the end. Next episode. Almost to the end. Like, oh, this is the only thing I'm going to say about these two episodes. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I did not realize, I didn't think I could love Jip Young more, but I have. It, it hurts. He's so good. It really I hurts. Know. I know. And he, uh, it just annoys me because he is so good for Dalmi yeah. because I finally was able to like encapsulate the differences between like Dosan and Jipyong's like relationship with Dalmi is like Jipyong does all like the tiny things mm-hmm. that I feel are like really important. Mm-hmm. Like he goes over and he helps with the holiday meal, like helps prep and he's over for dinner and he, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I want to be there to help you like whenever you need, like, I, whereas like Dosan always swoops in and does like the big things but that's it yeah in fact you even made this exact point I think a few episodes ago and I think it's very accurate oh did I well, yeah you I said just... the exact same thing but I think I, I think it's so true yeah I agreed with you then I agree with you now yeah I just <laughs> it just really hit me like these two episodes because Jip Young was doing all these like small uh-huh, very uh-huh. sweet things and like making her smile like when he like got that weird guy to back off like mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. like nobody had to ask him to do those things exactly. he just took them upon himself to do those things and then Dosan just like after three years just comes swooping in and is like <gasps> well I mean which like thank goodness he did it but okay <sighs> yeah <laughs> okay. I'm already getting so upset just thinking about <laughs> certain aspects of that but yes yes I think these were very heavy episodes it felt like yeah like they were setting up for something uh, yes yeah. I'll talk about that in a second oh. no I'm gonna talk about it now <laughs> Chulsan had a glow up yeah yeah they kind of all did but especially Chulsan Yongsan too though yeah yeah, they all, I like, their taste in clothing now is impeccable. Yes. And, well, like... Now we're they, in the year 2019, the modern era. <laughs> modern era. <laughs> and, oh, like, Tulsan's doing something different with his hair. Thank God. Right. You know, he still as clueless as ever, but, you know... Yeah, I'm kind a of bit annoyed. Better. I didn't think I would, but I kind of ship it. <laughs> <gasps> Me too! I'm like, uh, but, like, uh... But I'm glad, I'm glad he had his glow up and he matured. And I'm so, I'm like, I'm, I feel better about this. Yes. Than I would have if he had like stayed the same or like there wasn't that time jump. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's like time has passed. So, okay. People can move on. Yeah. It's not as like weird. Yeah. Also, she's clearly reciprocating. So. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And also, Youngsan grew up a lot. Ugh. He really did. Yeah, that, I feel like, yeah, these episodes, equal parts, like, paid off and, and satisfied me, but also frustrated me. They were both. Yeah. They were both. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they were both. <sighs> okay, okay, let's jump into it. Artachoki. Okie dokie, Artachoki. Didn't like that, but okay. 
episode 13, Comfort Zone. I actually saw this because I was watching it on my laptop. Oh, nice. <laughs> Got the title of the episode. We see Dami go in for her interview with NJ's company again. Why does she want to work for NJ's company? Because of what NJ said on Demo Day. That she wants to make the world a better place. Why did that leave an impression? Because it's what their dad said 15 years ago. Dami believes they have the same goal. But she doesn't like that the company is focused on manpower reduction. That's the first thing she'd like to change. And Dami gets the job and is the new COO. Nice! Who can Woo-hoo. believe this happened? I am wow, so surprising. <laughs> Noongill continues to expand its services to identify different pills. We see also that Wandok had to sell her truck, which was so sad. Oh my gosh, yeah, again, they're like two minutes in and they're like, cry for me. <laughs> yeah. And after turning its largest profit, NJ Company is incorporating its new business development team as a separate company. Dami is to serve as CEO of... Which was the name of the corn dogs. <gasps> was it really? Yeah. So I think oh, it's cute. an homage. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So at first, honestly, the first time I saw that, I thought that they'd expanded the corn dog business. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> has happened in real life. Because yeah. we went to a shopping center the other day and found the same corn dog stand yeah. as an actual business now. So, yeah. like, our life is imitating <laughs> startup. It's really bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. The whole restaurant. Oh, also, I forgot to add at the beginning of this episode uh, there's construction going on behind my apartment. So, if there's any beeping oh. in my audio, I do apologize, but I can't help it. That's so rude of them. <laughs> There's any Why? beeping. Uh. It's a bomb. Run. <laughs> run for your life. It's not in the audio. It's in your real life. You need to yeah. run. Turn around. There's someone there. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> no it reminds me of when I asked you if there was a ghost behind you just joking. And you were like, no. <laughs> right? Like, don't do that. What am I? A K-pop idol on V-Live? Don't do that to me. <laughs> Noongill has been acquired by the world's top private foundation, which NJ's father doesn't seem happy about. However, Morning Group has founded the biggest IA center in Korea. Jipyong also may have gotten a promotion, which we find out later that, yes, he did. He, he is now director. <laughs> Dosan is doing well at Tusto, so they might not let him leave the company. And Jipyong sure hopes so. <laughs> like Jipyong. That was that was bad. At least he's speaking to his emotions. That's true. But he was just blatantly like, yeah, I hope he stays away forever. (laughs) Which also I love that Dosan just, it implies that he's just mad for three years. He's just mad (laughs) about it. (laughs) Then we jump to three years later in San Francisco and the boys are all being super fancy on a boat and TBH, they look fantastic. They really do. Chulsan decided to blog this wonderful experience, and Dosan is being himself and coding on his computer. But Dosan feels wounded every day because him and Dalmi are on different points of longitude. What a nerd. Right? What a nerd. What are you, an NCT group? Then we see that Dami has a fancy yellow car now. No, no. We're not going to give the banana mobile that kind of credit. 
It's banana yellow. <laughs> I like it, except for the fact that it's yellow. Okay, yeah, no, no. Every, I mean, I'm so glad that she has that car. You go, girl. Girl, boss it up. But yeah, why that color? Seem, yeah, she doesn't seem like the kind of person who would want a yellow car. I don't think anyone would. No offense to people who have yellow cars out there. Okay, you know, it's the, if you have the specific yellow car, then full offense to you. There's some <laughs> yellow that works. This does not. <laughs> Time it. How long until I give a really strong opinion? That was real quick. <laughs> she goes into NJ's office to remind her that they're shooting the company promo video that day. This promo video. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but also on her drive, Domi saw the twins leaving a restaurant with someone, and she sees them again in the hallway and asks them about their lunch because she thought she saw them. But... I don't think it was Jong. It was Hyun? I think so. Whatever their names are. I just put the twins. Yeah, the twins. They say that they were at the sandbox cafeteria. She saw nothing. Yeah, gaslighting assholes. Yep. Then some of NJ's team members are watching the Samsung Tech video, and it's because it's Chano's portfolio. <laughs> this is what they're going for? No, theirs will be much better. And the concept for today's shoot is frozen. NJ doesn't want to do it, but Dami is all for it. And I honestly thought this was a prank, but it's not. Right? <laughs> Dami, I, I had faith in you. I thought you were a somewhat reasonable person. Same, but... And NJ stands there and explains how they're innovating with AI, and she's in a crown and a cape, and there's so much snow. <laughs> And it cuts to Dami talking about their self-driving cars. And what I find very funny is that Dami's section looks perfectly fine, but it's only NJ's that's all animated. But also, like, props to NJ. She owned it. Like, she did as best she as she did. could. She did. She really did. And while she's talking about the self-driving car, a dummy comes out to test the car, but Dami freaks and slams her foot on the brake and grabs the steering wheel. The twins think she doesn't trust them, and she just said it was a reflex, which I also wouldn't trust those twins, let's be honest. <laughs> Good point. Chulsan and Yongsan see this commercial, and they wonder if Dosan has seen it. Chulsan tries to brush it off, but Yongsan tells Dosan about it, but Dosan doesn't want to see it. And in Korea, Chanho asks Dami if she's seen Chulsan's vlogs. And she hasn't. She's busy with the self-driving cars, and so she can't worry about it. And Saha... Oh, I thought Saha had a kid for a second. Me too! That she was, like, at the park with. And then she gets a text that her boyfriend has to cancel their staycation because he's busy working on a lawsuit. Saha is upset, and the guy tells her to go with her friends, which I thought was kind of nice. But granted, That's a good point. I'm out with the guy who's potentially canceling all the time who knows yeah i was like heck yeah i'm gonna go on a like girls like vacation with your credit card heck yeah <laughs> right but that's just me she could take his card and take them out for nice meals saha doesn't need his money what does she want him to do she tells him to forget it and they should break up and then i was like never mind saha doesn't have a kid and it's her friend's child and it seems like Saha can't stay in a relationship for longer than three months. 
And then she gets a notification for Chalsan's vlog, and they're on the yacht because it's their first vacation in three years, and it's for a month. Woohoo! Woohoo! And it turns out that Dami does watch Chalsan's videos, and she pauses on Dosan's face. <laughs> and we also see that Dosan, in fact, watches Dami's promo video and also stares longingly at her face. Wow, that's so them. So them. Also, it's like. Ugh. I shouldn't even say that. You're going to call me a hypocrite. No, I'm not. Jipyon, say I'm it. Yes, you <laughs> Let me do it. Yes, you are. Give me the opportunity. <laughs> I promise I won't say it. even if Because I, I was it. like, it's been three years. Get over it. Oh, and you think because it's been three years for Jipyong too? <laughs> no, I mean, Jipyong is like around her all the time. Like, he's still got to shoot his shot, man. Then why would I think you're a hypocrite? Because I'm like, it's been three years, you guys. Like, it's time to, like, get over it, start seeing other people. Like, come on. Whereas, like, <laughs> I didn't get over my best friend for 10 years. Oh. <laughs> I need to calm down. That's different. <laughs> no, but I totally agree. There is something to kind of us filling in the gaps of Dosan literally just sitting there moping for three years and just, yes. like, I can't. It's kind of like. I, I could relate to, like, I always kind of hoped something would happen again, but I still live my life. Like, that I find yeah. relatable. But just yeah. sitting there and being like, I wasted three years thinking about you, babe. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I roll. Yeah. I roll. Like, that's just yeah. insane. His dramatic ass just irritates me. <laughs> yes. Because I feel like that's what Dalmi does, is it's like, clearly she's still hung up on Dosan, but she does something with her life. Yeah. But not the right things. Yeah. Mainly doing Jipyong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. Jipyong yeah. walks into his office and overhears Dongchun on the phone with someone who is going to dinner with Dalmi. And whoever is on the phone has a crush on Dalmi, but Dalmi doesn't like him. Dalmi likes a man with big hands. And Jipyong immediately looks down at his hands. Apparently, Dongchun connected the two of them for business purposes but Jipyong just leaves halfway through the conversation these hands have to go <laughs> which i just like how later he does this again to dongchun and dongchun's just like it's not personal right. don't take it personally he does this all the time it's just who he is right <laughs> oh my god it's so funny <sighs> Dami's discussing insurance for the cars with this guy, and the guy will get it done quickly if she buys him dinner. And she's like, sorry? And he says, I'm just kidding. I'll buy you dinner. But she says she already has plans. What kind? And she's perturbed that he keeps speaking so casually, which I agree. And then Jipyong appears out of nowhere and takes the guy by the shoulders and oh. says, he'll have a meal at the guy's place. Sounds lovely. And Jipyong and Dami smile at each other as the elevator doors close, and it's so cute. I cannot tell you how much I loved that. Because, yes, come in clutch. Yes. It is so, it was so cute. It was oh. so effing cute. Yeah, and it's like, that's the kind of shit that gets me. Because it's like, he didn't do that for any kind of reward. He was just like, my girl's in trouble. Let me get this guy off her back. See you later, babe. It was so smooth. I know. Jipyong then compares his hands to this guy's <laughs> hands and is happy that his own are bigger. 
And he just says to the guy, he's like, oh, you have so, oh, your hands are so small. It's so cute. <laughs> Which, like, you know that guy was like, this man wants to fuck me. He's going to fuck me in this elevator. Oh, my God, I need to leave. <laughs> I know. He's like, I can't wait to have dinner with you. Like, I'll make you a meal. And he's like, oh, Chipia. Beautiful tactic. We love it. We love to see it. <laughs> and the guy runs away as soon as the doors open. Jipyong goes back up and Dami is still there waiting for him and she joins him in the elevator and says he should come over that day if he's free. He apparently always comes over for holidays and eats all the food. Doesn't he feel bad? He should come over and help. And they're just, they are so <sighs> cute. The, uh, Jipyong is just smiling so much in these two episodes. I cannot. He just has never smiled this much. No. And it makes my heart happy. And you know what? I feel like Dalmi has never looked so comfortable and untroubled. And the chemistry is just off the charts. And I just, I want you to keep all of those things in mind (laughs) as we go forward. Yep. Then NJ gets a call from Dalmi and they're preparing the food for Chusak. Does she want to come over? NJ says she's busy and Dalmi suggests she come for Chusak, the day. She'll spend the whole day alone. Won't she be bored? And Jay says she's too busy to be bored and hangs up. Okay. The pride of that woman. And they make the food and it's so fucking wholesome. Oh my. Just inject this scene into my bloodstream. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is so cute. Like, I don't understand how they're going to show how Jipyong just vibes with the whole family. And not expect us to want him to be with Dalmi. Because like they say, you don't just marry the person you're going to marry. You marry the whole family. And Jipyong just fits right in. Go off! (laughs) Yes! I totally agree! It makes no sense! And yeah, yeah. They play cards and the loser has to make the skewers. And it looks like Jipyong lost and he falls asleep making them. Oh, Which I love that he still sucks at Ghost Up. Yes. <laughs> and that was his dream. I know. Dami comes over and lays him down and puts a blanket on him. And Jipyong wakes up when Wandok asks if he fell asleep. And she's like, did the good boy fall asleep? I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Which also just the inherent cuteness of he finally has, like, the, hol- the things he always wanted to go someplace on the holidays, the people to play these games with. Like, he has it. I know. <laughs> he pretends to be asleep again when Dami says he should just sleep there. Dami then asks one doc to pray for her at church the next day because their self-driving car, Tarzan, is being tested so it can be insured. And I agree with whoever says it in a later episode or scene that that's kind of a stupid name. <laughs> I'll be Jipyong. No, it's not. Shut up. It's unique. You shut up. It's unique. Why would you say that? Yeah. Later, Jipyong is finishing the skewers when Dami finds him and she tells him that she can finish them. Jipyong won't let her because he lost and he's going to do his best. Also, he should earn his keep. Dami says he already has. Thanks to him, Wandok stayed up pretty late. Apparently, she's been sleeping a lot. She's seen a doctor about it, but nothing is wrong with her. Dami assumes it's psychological. Wandok has worked her whole life, so she might be feeling a little lost. Dami wonders if she should open a shop for her. Jipyong asks if maybe he could do that. 
Why would he do that? No, Dami will do it. Jipyong asks if he still makes Dami uncomfortable. He wishes she wouldn't feel that way anymore. He wants to be the person that comes to mind when life gets tough. Dami does think of him. No, he wants to be the first person. So cute, but also, stop scaring me. With one doc. I'm scared again. God. I'm kind of scared again. Because, mm, like, mm, that would be the worst, though. That would be the worst. Because that would be Ji Pyong losing, because he's the main character. We've established that yes. at this point. He Absolutely. would be losing Dami and one doc. One doc. They couldn't do that. They just couldn't do that. I hope they don't do that. I, mm, they better not. They bet I will quit K dramas altogether. If they do <laughs> no, Kelsey, that happens. We can't do this podcast anymore. <sighs> I mean, like, I've been birthed too many times. <laughs> yeah, right. All the boys are booking their flights back to Korea, and this is the first time Dosan is going back. Why now? He wants to see his parents. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. I know, his poor but parents. Okay. He hasn't gone to see them in three years. Right? Bad son. Bad son. The next day, Jipyong asks Yongshil for the weather, and he gets a fortune. You are a faint-hearted batter. <laughs> Roast him. Yeah, okay, Yongshil. <laughs> Afraid of being called out, you are unable to even swing your bat. But if you continue to hesitate, you will lose. So be brave and just swing the bat. You could be called out, but you could also hit a home run. Two out in the bottom of the ninth and a full count. It's time you stepped up your game. A good ball is coming your way. Swing your bat with all your might. So Jipyong takes this as a thing that he needs to go buy Dalmi some jewelry. Which, who could say no to jewelry? The boys are on the plane, and Tusto definitely wants to keep them on board. The boys are back in Korea, and Chilsan goes live to show his followers their old office, and him and Yongsan go eat at the beef restaurant below that they always wanted to eat at, but Dosan isn't with them because he already had plans. Mm. Then we see Jipyong practicing giving the jewelry box to Dolmi. <laughs> please, please bring up a certain part of this. What part? Where he's like, I like shiny things. What am I, a crow? <laughs> and I was like, wow, my perfect man, truly. And like, it was great because literally out loud, I said, when he said that, I was like, oh, what are you, a crow? And we said it at the same time. <laughs> That's amazing. That is wonderful. I did not add that. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. I'm glad I was you brought here it to up. add it. Yeah. <laughs> that only I care about. He almost gives up on it, but he remembers Yongshil calling him a faint-hearted batter, so he sets off determined to Dami, but then he runs into Dosan in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Just spitting bars over here. You took, yeah, really. <laughs> Which annoys me. I a lot. Like, mm, I guess he took like one minute too long. Should have not gone to the jewelry. I don't know. Which is it? <sighs> oh. What? I don't know, because the implication of like, you need to just like, Put it out there and like take the chance and like, are you gonna get? Sure he has. Yeah, and I feel like that's the thing that I like about him is that he said, "I have feelings for you. You know I do. It's on you now." And he's been patient and he's been kind and he's still been there for her for three years. And like, yeah, I I feel like that that's exactly what made their relationship really nice. 
Yeah, because he yeah, he never pressured her. He never made it awkward. He never expected anything from her. He was just like, I have these feelings for you. If you want to act on them, go for it. I just putting it out there in the universe that I do have feelings for you. Right. And yeah. he literally just said, like, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable around me. I want you to rely on me. Yeah. It's on Dami, honestly. It really is. Like, you know what? At this point, <laughs> I am kind of like, you know what? Whatever, Dami. Like, if you want to be with Dosan, go for it. Like, he can do better. Right. Right. <laughs> do you think Jipyong is going to end up with anybody at the end of this? I don't know who he would end up with. I don't know why, but part of me is like, NJ? But I really <gasps> hope not. Oh. I really hope not. I hope not, too, because they haven't spoken since, at like, all. the second yeah. episode. <laughs> I know. Oh, I but they do why. have similar energy. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What? So just like trade you for your sister. Ugh. For the older model. <laughs> That's sexist comment of the week. <laughs> Dommy's trying to get the scenario of the self-driving test from someone, but is denied. It's comp. So Dami decides to go look at the track herself, and she runs right by Dosan and Jipyong, who are chatting in the cafeteria. 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 That's where they were chatting. In the cafeteria. <laughs> and she runs right by Dosan and Jipyong, who are chatting in the cafeteria. And Jipyong is happy to hear that Dosan is not back permanently, and we also find out that Jipyong was promoted to director. Dosan sees that Jipyong must have gotten a gift for someone, and Jipyong almost brushes it off, but instead he says, it's for Dalmi. Does Dosan want to see her? Her office has changed a lot. No, Dosan has an appointment. I felt like Jipyong was very mature in this conversation. <laughs> yes, I agree. Dosan I agree. less so. He's just sad. And because I found it very interesting because he was like, I'm going to be perfectly honest here and be like this this is a gift for Dami mm -hmm. yeah and then but then he also is like do you want to go see her yeah exactly to her office mm -hmm. and I was just like you know you actually don't want to do that why are you offering right right, right. I, I only yeah. have praises for Jip Young um, I, I really yes always do. I <sighs> Dami walks out to her car but she forgot her car keys and Jip Young doesn't catch her at her office. Everybody's just missing each other here. Missed connections. And then we get a little snippet of something is wrong with the new hire's computer. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Dosan and Dami cross paths, but Dosan doesn't notice her. But Dami pauses and looks after him and then runs after his receding figure. But it turns out not to be him. And she just gets coffee spilled all over herself. Yeah. And I kind of felt bad because I feel like any other show, any other couple, I'd be, like, really invested in that moment. And I just felt nothing there. I was like, eh, they find each other. Eh, they miss each other. I really don't care. I mostly felt bad that she got coffee on her blouse. No, that part I did feel bad. Yeah, it was <laughs> a cute the, blouse. The whole, like, walking by each other thing. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. no. It was just, oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Then she gets a call that makes her run back to her office. Cholsan and Yongsan walk out of the restaurant only to run into Saha. And the boys can't get over how slim of a coincidence this meeting is. Wow. Wow. Cholsan wants to know if she's waiting for someone. 
No, she drank, so she got an Uber, essentially. Byung-san says that Chol-san should drive her home, and she says, sure. On the drive, he asks if she was able to treat her insomnia, and she says, yes, thanks to you. When he left, he was very worried about his English. How is it? Better? He tries to say it's so-so, but then he ends up saying it's bad, and he doesn't say a thing at the office. He'd love intensive tutoring sessions. Yeah, he would. Why did he have to say intensive? I know. <laughs> when does he go back to the U.S.? Ten days. How about she tutors him until he leaves? And of course, he'd love that. Then Saha gets a call from Punk, and he's worried until she tells him it's Dalmi, which I thought she was lying, but she wasn't. <laughs> Same. Dami explains that the company has been hacked, and if they don't send the hacker 3 million won, then they'll destroy the decryption key for the files. Dami already called the police, but they can't do anything now. Of course they can. <laughs> Saha worked on a ransom case in the past. Does she know any IT security experts? Saha says she'll ask around and get back to her. The twins are agonizing over the code, saying it'll take days to get through. Hyun tells Dami to send the hacker the ransom so they can get back the files. The hacker then sends another message saying that they'll double the amount if they don't send the money now. But they don't have any free money to spend. Dami goes to a meeting room to make more calls that come to nothing. And she hovers over Jipyong's name and her contacts. She almost calls when a random number calls her. And of course, it's Dosan. And she immediately gets emotional and tries to hide it. Saha told Dosan everything, so he's on his way. Dosan walks in wondering why things weren't backed up. And the twins get pissy and leave. And Cholsan and Saha walk in to help. And then Yongsan is there. And I honestly got a little emotional because I was like, oh, the gang's back I together. I know. <laughs> the gang's back together. It's cute. I'm about the gang. I'm not about the romance. Oh, I totally agree. I love the gang. But also, see, and the thing about the romance is... I don't know why the show keeps doing this. Like, she hovers over Jipyong. We know this is what he really wants. He wants to be relied on. Like, mm-hmm. not even romantically. He just wants her to trust him. And then Dosan literally interrupts that and pushes him out of the way. And it's like, I don't yeah. understand why why you do that from a writing perspective. Like, why make yeah. me empathize with this person and then have him just kicked in the mud? Like, don't even have yeah. her hover over Jipyong then. You know what? Just have Dosan yeah. come in. Why make it bitter? Yeah, I agree. And then it's just Samsung Tech doing their thing together in the office, and it's nostalgic. Yeah. And Dosan believes it's the same hacker that got Cholsan's company. And Dosan finds the decryption key, and the files will be restored in roughly 30 minutes. Good job. Dami nearly collapses, and Dosan carries her over to a beanbag chair, which I was kind of hot, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Yongsan says he'll go get water, and Saha has to drag Cholsan out of the room because he's just clueless. Yeah. I want Yongsan to be my wingman, honestly. Right? <laughs> they chat, and Dami finds out that Dosan is only back for a vacation, and he goes back next week. Dami thanks him for keeping up with Noongil, and she heard it got acquired by a highly acclaimed foundation. He got to meet so many famous people. It must be nice. It is nice, but that's why it's boring. Then Dami wonders why she had to run into Dosan when she looks like this. Which again, she looks great. I know. 
he hears her say this and he asks why she still looks the same the same woof that's right she's always such a hot mess who's all over the place that's not what he meant yeah Dommy then thanks him for that day and he thanks her he hasn't felt that thrill in a long time just a very boring scene <laughs> yes i agree there's just no chemistry. It was so boring. It's like you're trying to force chemistry down my throat and I will not accept it. Yeah. And it's not I just refuse. like everyone else's scene like has a rhythm. Like every, no matter who else is paired up, even Dosan yeah. with other people, like they have this like da 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 rhythm. But I feel like Dalmi and Dosan scenes, and this especially goes next episode, like it'll be like Dalmi says a line Close up on Dosan for five seconds. Close up on his hand for three seconds. Close up on Dami for five seconds. Dosan says, a li- it's like they just take so long for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Yongsan, Chosan, and Saha overhear NJ yelling on the phone that something is unacceptable. The test is coming up. What are they going to do without their two lead developers? And we- that's how we find out the twins have quit. Ugh. Don't let the door hit you, honestly. Right? Don't let the door hit you with a good lord split you. Okay? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. The next day, Jip Young sees security leaving the building, and he finds out that Dami's company was hacked, and Jip Young is off. And that's what Dong Chun is like, don't let it, don't let it get to you. He's just always like this. In her office, Dami is fussing over her hair and blouse when Jip Young walks in, and she tells him everything's fine now. How? It was Dosan. Pause. <laughs> Just. <sighs> Outside, the boys are at a food cart, and Yongsan lets Dosan know that the twins have quit, and Cholsan asks for a vote. They need to decide where to buy property, but Cholsan says no, it's not about that. Are they going to accept Tusto's offer and stay in the U.S., or give it up and move back for good? The past few days have taught him something. San Francisco is great, but he finds it a little boring. Coming back had made him realize he likes the thrill. He'll move back to San Francisco if they want to. But does Dosan want to go back or stay? Why Dosan? Because Cholsan wants to stay and Yongsan wants to go back. But Yongsan never said he wanted to go back. Yongsan wants to stay too. They only had to go to the U.S. because of him, and he tries to hug them and say, thanks for not resenting me, and they just reject his hug. <laughs> Yongsan then tells Dosan to hurry back to Sandbox because his jacket is still in Dami's office, and Dosan also votes to stay. It's like, y'all got out just in time, let me tell you. Yeah. Did not want to go through 2020 in this country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dodged a bullet. Yeah. And also, Cholsan looked really good in this one. <laughs> you have a Cholsan thing? Oh, this is very unexpected. Cholsan? I just really appreciate his glow up, okay? <laughs> so someone doesn't necessarily even have to look good. They just have to look better than they did previously. And that's the key to your heart. <laughs> he does look good. No, I just appreci- good. I appreciate a man who looks like he's put effort into his appearance. For sure. Okay? For sure. I just think it's funny. <laughs> Not your uncle's on train. I like it. I agree. And Dami is in her office crying. I was really confused. I was like, "What did Jip Young say?" 
<laughs> but then I was like, Ji Pyong wouldn't say anything to make her cry like that. At least not on purpose. I don't no. think. Me They're not talking about business, so. <laughs> I like it. She's like, what did you do? <laughs> she holds up Dosan's jacket and she remembers when she first told him he had nice big hands and that was because he brought her hand back and helped her look cool at the networking event in front of her sister and mom okay and the elevator opens on Dami's floor and Dosan runs into Jipyong Jipyong shoves Dosan back into the elevator because they need to talk and I thought it was kind of because like Jipyong like pushes him back into the elevator but like Dosan does the whole like get your hands off me like sort of thing like Ugh. I thought I was gonna hide <laughs> on both ends I was like you know if Dami doesn't work out <laughs> you do have some chemistry oh God. I mean um, we don't agreed. have to open up this elevator again <laughs> I mm, you mm, I agree yeah and then we have the after credit scene, and Dosan is driving with his mom, and she's been taking driving lessons so she can drive him to the airport. It's all very cute. Then she brings up Dami, and if he's seen her, no. He doesn't want to see her? No. <laughs> then he gets a call from Chulsan, and he tells him about Dami's company being cyber-attacked. So he drops off his mom so that he can go help out, and we see Dosan's end of the first phone call to Dami, and it's even more awkward on his end and that is the end of episode 13 also he dumped his poor mom <laughs> right at least like, i know i gotta take my mom home first and then i'll be there he's like get out yeah. of the car mom <laughs> yeah it's like my I'm girl needs help yeah i'm just gonna drop you off on like this like kind of poorly lit street like here you go goodbye see you later what happens when you raise a simp <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, my big thing with this episode, mm -hmm. we kind of touched on it last time, but it just hammered in. I wish they just, I wish they just let Ji Pyong let go of Dalmi at this point. Like, just be yeah. the older brother. Like, just give up. Especially during that scene, like, when they're at her house and he's like, I just want you to rely on me. I feel like that was the perfect time for him to be like, I don't have feelings for you anymore. I just want you to rely on me as like a dear friend. Cause it's like, yeah. I, I do think that they're the better couple, but if we're not going to get that, at least just give it up at this point. Like it is, we're yeah. far enough in, just give it up. It would, it would hurt so much less and it would not make me feel bitter about Dalmi and Dosan. I completely agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Because it's like you give this character all this setup, but then you don't, there's no like, release like he doesn't right. get to have any opportunities because again like you said with the writing he's always cut off at every opportunity that he's ever presented by dosan and it's just like please stop please just if you're not gonna let it be fair then don't let it be a thing right yeah i feel like that's a key point in like a love triangles you have to have a point where like everybody accepts the situation and like we yeah. need we are beyond that point yeah <laughs> I really liked that the poll you sent me, Lisa sent me a poll <laughs> of which character people preferred. And what, 81% preferred Jip Young? Yes. And she was like, at least cheese in the trap, it was 50 50. It was 53% in favor of Jong. <laughs> like, which still, yeah, 50 50. You, I mean, like, I would think Basically. that's bad. Like, whoa, man. Like, that's, that's a strong second lead, right? But 81% yeah. for Ji Pyong. 
Yeah. It's a bit like he's the lead. Jip Young is the lead. Jip Young, he's taken the lead. And you know what? I don't know if I should say this. What? I can cut it out. Because you know how. No, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. No. Okay. Episode 14 Elevator Speech. We pick up a Ji Pyong visiting Dalmi in her office. He's disappointed about not being told about the attack, but asks Dalmi if she's okay. She says yes. She's so relieved. It's just, she feels so ashamed. Ji Pyong wonders why. Even the Pentagon gets attacked. It's just bad luck. But Dalmi doesn't think that's a valid excuse. She should have made sure everything was backed up before the demonstration. A problem happened and she had no idea what to do. I couldn't be more pathetic. Why now, of all times? And she looks meaningfully over at Dosan's abandoned jacket. Why did he have to come now, of all times? Ji Pyong gives a look that very much says, I agree. <laughs> Dalmi insists she is usually not this pathetic, but Ji Pyong corrects her, you've never been pathetic. <laughs> but Dalmi starts to cry, thinking about how humiliating it is that Dosan saw her like this, and Ji Pyong just silently hands her some tissues. Dalmi asks him not to tell anyone she cried. You didn't see me cry either. But Ji Pyong notices something outside the office then and pulls Dalmi with him underneath her desk. She looks surprised, but we see why when two employees walk in looking for Dalmi. When they see no one there, they leave, and after checking the coast is clear, Ji Pyong helps Dalmi back into her chair. He then closes all the blinds and tells Dalmi to lock the door and stay there until she calms down. He then turns off the lights and goes to leave. Good boy. Yes. Just unspoken. You need this. But Dalmi stands up and calls his name. Thank you, as always, she tells him. Ji Pyong gives her a bittersweet smile and closes the door behind him. Good yeah, I was just like, do I even need to say it at this point? Again, it's like another small little action of like, yeah. this is a kindness I'm doing for you that I don't expect anything in return from. Like, I'm doing this because... Yes. Just because. Yes, just because. And like... I just feel like the show's kind of unaware of... So you're going to have Dalmi have a breakdown of literally just Dosan seeing her in a semi-vulnerable state. And yet she has no problem with Jipyeon coming in here and helping her. And not think that that's the better relationship? Right. Correct. I don't know why I said that really weird. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you really agreed. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, this is when it's, like, I just start feeling so bitter. Like, I feel like their relationship could be so nice if you were just a platonic friend, at least at this point. But it's, like, now it's just sad. Yeah. (sighs) Which is so dumb that I'm advocating for the person I think she should be with to not, like, (laughs) why? It would just hurt less at this point. Exactly. Because I'm, like, that's so weird if if you don't feel comfortable around your significant other. Yeah. That's not a great relationship. No. Ji Pyong then heads to the elevator, and when the doors open, Dosan is, of course, inside. We now understand why exactly he stops Dosan from exiting my heart. He tells Dosan to find another time to see Dalmi, not today. Dosan asks if he needs Ji Pyong's permission to see Dalmi. Ji Pyong says yes and motions for Dosan to get out on the ground floor. What gives you the right? Dosan asks. I'm pretty sure I have the right, Ji Pyong replies. Dosan is aghast. Don't tell me. That's right, Ji Pyong confirms. Three years is a long time. Long enough for relationships to change. This, of course, shatters Dosan, who exits without another word. When the doors close, Ji Pyong Valjean sighs. Like, what have I done? Su Jesus, what have I done? <laughs> Become a thief in the night? Become a dog on the run? <laughs> he didn't technically lie, but he definitely knows how that came across. 
So he immediately calls Dalmi and confesses he ran into Dosan and said something that might have given him the wrong idea. I apologize. And we didn't even have to go through a whole soliloquy to repent. He just immediately... Best boy! Like, yeah, I was like... Amazing! That was... Because that shows character development. That just shows what a good person he is. Yeah, that was the moment that I described at the beginning of the episode where I was like... I don't, I did not think I could love him anymore, but like that solidified, wow, I can love you so very much. Like that was so good. I love you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, yeah, there was no like trickery. There was no, you know, trying to get away with that. He just immediately called Dommy and was like, hey, I said the wrong thing. I'm really sorry. And I was like, yes, so mature. So mature, so good. How could she not fall for that? Right. I Yeah, like, is this show written by men? <laughs> Let's find out. I'm so curious now. All right, I'll finish the scene while you look that up. That's your, your task. Okay. Dalmi tells him it's fine, and Ji Pyong tells her she can still catch up with Dosan. Dalmi tells him that's unnecessary. Dosan is going back to the U.S., and their relationship ended years ago anyway. Ji Pyong thinks it over for a moment, then thanks her for saying that, and hangs up. Dami tells herself she's doing the right thing. But then Dosan is calling, but she hangs up on him and turns off her phone. Ouch. Dosan is still standing in the lobby thinking, For three years, I tried to forget about you, but it took only three seconds for you to make all the time and distance meaningless. Did you find anything? Um, I can't find out what their gender is. Oh. But it was by Park. It was written by Park Hey Rune. Rin? Rin? That's a a woman. It's a woman? Yeah. So I guess she's just a... She's a gal who has specific tastes. That's fine. Just don't put them in the show. (laughs) Right? Like, I I get that it's... This is your fantasy, but you're writing for a large group of people. It's not all of our fantasies. Okay. (laughs) You have a bad fantasy. (laughs) because you like nerds <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even th- it's just <sighs> no yeah it's not that at all it's just like they don't have any chemistry like they don't like no. I, I wonder mm, i don't know like i don't i don't know they just they don't have very great chemistry together yeah and dosan just <sighs> he doesn't really have much of an arc he really doesn't have much of a personality like his one thing was being kind of goofy and awkward and fun and that went away so quickly and is completely gone now like yeah now he's just sad that is his he was childlike before yeah and now he's like hit his teenage years and is going through his emo phase dosan goes back to his parents house and looks at the baseball thinking time doesn't heal all wounds yeah emo phase hitting real hard The San boys are moving back into the old office, and they can hardly believe it. They resolve to move into a nicer space once they're incorporated. No one will take them seriously here. Dosan thinks that if people won't take them seriously, then they don't want their business. Anyway, who should be CEO? Chulsan and Yongsan both agree that it should be Dosan, of course, but Dosan doesn't want it, so they play rock, paper, scissors for it. Yongsan wins and starts freaking out. The loser should be CEO, but Dosan and Chulsan tell him it's too late. What do we do, Mr. CEO? First, they need to incorporate. Should they do some advertising for investors? Let them know we're here? Yongsan thinks of Dosan's cousin, Chanho, and the next thing we know, it's photo shoot time, which is very cute. Mm-hmm. 
They take some group pictures together, and then it's time for solo shots, and it's the CEO first. Chulsan and Yongsan leave to let Dosan get his pictures, but halfway back, they remember the CEO's Yongsan. Get it together. <laughs> then Dosan discovers a magazine spread that was shot there. It's an interview with Ji Pyong in the same magazine they're about to be featured in. Dosan hasn't been sad in a few minutes, so he pouts a little. <laughs> He thanks Chanho for getting them this interview. Chanho says it's no problem. The magazine wanted an interview with successful developers. He knew successful developers. It was perfect. The magazine even canceled the original team they were going to interview to make time for the Zan boys. Chanho then reminds them how he got them this hookup and what he wants in exchange. 1% of the company they're going to form. Dosan agrees. A hot take. I think the San boys should just be in a relationship. They work great. They communicate Ooh. fantastically. They have great chemistry. They have fun together. They work well together. Ta-da. A little bit polyamorous thing. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I feel that. Because, yeah, it's the, like, the only time I smile when Dosan's around is when he's with those two. <laughs> yeah. And they, they all want to live together. They're, they're going to move wherever the other moves. Like, it's just meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, so. they get dressed up on his birthday. Yeah, 70%. yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, they took him on a nice vacation on a yacht. I think it would work fantastically, personally. I'm I'm not opposed. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed. Outside, we see that the jilted developers are none other than the nasty, nasty twins. They act unbothered, but when they look inside to see Dosan, they're filled with rage. We jump ahead to see NJ looking at the published magazine, appropriately titled The Boys Are Back. Dongchan <laughs> comes in then to tell NJ that the ritual is starting. NJ doesn't care. It doesn't change anything. But Dongchan insists she come along. But on her way out, she knocks on some wood. In the sandbox lobby, Dalmi has set up a celebration shrine for Tarzan, the self-driving car, and everyone is gathered around. Sunhawk asks why the car is called Tarzan. Dalmi makes up a dumb answer, which everyone except Ji Pyong thinks is lame. Yep. But just as they begin to celebrate, they see on the TV that the evil twins defected to Morning Group, mm-hmm. which has just unveiled their own self-driving car, and NJ is pissed. Also, this scene, <laughs> when... Jupyong asks Dalmi who made the food and she was like one dog he was and he was like isn't she catholic and Dalmi's like she's flexible (laughs) like we love that for her was so good I laughed so hard I know just like don't you know Jupyong so good so fun NJ storms straight over to Morning AI and confronts her stepdad and Songsu. They gaslight her as usual and are like, what are you, what are you mad, bro? Songsu tells her not to worry. He's an idiot after all. NJ thinks back and realizes Songsu is still hung up on what she said when she stormed out of Nature Group years ago and told her dad to let that idiot run the company. You're still hung up on that? Songsu admits to being a petty bitch who can't let that one <sighs> word go. NJ then turns to her father and reminds him of a time Songsu got ripped off buying a stupidly expensive car and his dad attacked him with a golf club so badly he had to get dental implants. Yeah, yeah I love how the show just glossed over that. It, it's like the dog all over again. Like this family just drops the weirdest anecdotes and then acts like it's completely normal. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you remember that time you got horribly abused by your dad? Yeah. Like... How is this man not what? in jail? Yeah, like, that is insane. Like, not just be with a... Like, had to get dental... Imp- what? 
Is he Huyang's father too? Question. Just I know. I was thinking that. I was like, am I gonna have to feel about him as I felt about Huyang? Like, does everything excused now? This is a lot to take in. No. <laughs> Do people in South Korea need to stop golfing? <laughs> this right. Seems like a problem. Right? Does anyone actually golf, or is it just what they use to beat their children? Right. It's like, do we do they do golf clubs need to be outlawed, and on like the same level as guns? Because like, good lord, right? <laughs> Apparently. So yeah, that that was crazy. But basically, NJ is wise to the fact that Song Su just wants to take what she has, even if that's dropping top dollar on mediocre developers, which was a burn. What will father say about the consequences later? It's not that I'm looking forward to it. I'm concerned. Sangsu argues that he's changed, and NJ just smiles. So have I. Which, like, love a bad bitch. That was pretty cool. I do love a bad bitch, but, like, woof. It's like, it just reminds me of the time dad beat you (laughs) so bad. And, you know, I'm just concerned. And it's like, you don't sound very concerned. I would no, be a little concerned. <laughs> Which, yeah, okay. it's kind of annoying that, yeah, like, the whole thing is, hey, stepdad, remember how much of a fuck up this guy is? And it's like, what? They both suck, okay? Like, we don't, I don't know that we need to be trying to warm up to your stepdad. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it the, the whole interaction was weird. I agree. It's kind of also, like, at this point. Yeah. But I also couldn't help but feel, like, NJ won. Oh, for sure. I totally agree. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird her dad said nothing. But I know. He just whatever. like kind of like patted his son on the back and then walked away. Like, that wasn't said at all. I think because he knew NJ was right. <laughs> he was like, yeah, Sansu does suck. <laughs> so I tried to kill him. But where there's a will, there's a way. NJ recounts this to Dalmi. She's done the bluffing. So now Dalmi needs to follow through. How nice. Hire experienced developers suitable for C-level positions, like yesterday. Oh, like yesterday, like do it like now. Yes. Specifically, I'm glad it made sense to you. (laughs) Specifically, the San boys. She pulls out the magazine article. They're looking to start over in Korea, and they're looking for partners. Who could be better? Zalmi asks to speak with NJ privately, and not as a business cat, but as NJ's sister. Don't you remember how Dosan and I broke up? I can't be that cruel to him now. I said such harsh things to him that bogged him down. I can't bog him down again. I'm not that shameless. NJ asks if asking Dosan to work there will bog him down. Dalmi ignores her, saying she'll find someone else. But I think Dalmi's words stung a little too much, and NJ tells her to hire the San boys, or she's fired. Either recruit those three or quit being the CEO of a company that bogs its employees down. It's your choice. Fair. (laughs) We hate to see it, folks. Yep. But that, I'm on NJ's side there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also, also I like kind of feel for Dalmi because I'm like, I also wouldn't want my ex working with me. That would just be awkward. But also like, don't shit on your company while you're asking not to work with your ex. Exactly. Yeah. I 100% feel for Dalmi. But this is, I feel like another situation in like, it's a G-Pyong situation. Like, take your emotions out of it, and you just got to do what's best for the company. Yeah. And, like, it still sucks, but that's kind of what, and, like, I can't feel... thinking of him. <laughs> yeah. Thinking Not of everybody him. can be G-Pyong, sadly. 
I know. But yeah, no, I do. I mean, that was cold on NJ's part, but I, I kind of understand why she got mad. Yeah. That night, Dalmi complains to Wandok and Ahyun about NJ, but they're mostly unsympathetic. Just hire the developers. Wandok asks who the developers are, but Dalmi doesn't want to say. She just tells her grandmother they're from a big, famous global company, not some tiny, obscure company like theirs. Wandok says if she were NJ, she'd want to fire Dalmi as CEO too for referring to her own company like that. Does your company bog its employees down? Ahyun agrees. I didn't know your company was so lousy. <laughs> Wandok says it's like selling corn dogs and asking your customers, why would you eat this garbage? If that's what the CEO is thinking, I can imagine how it is for the company. NJ has been so patient. If you can't handle personnel matters, you shouldn't be CEO. Dami looks upset and leaves, probably thinking to herself, damn, I can tell this bitch raised Jeepyong. She goes to her room, looks at the Samsung team <laughs> picture, and resolves herself to getting the team back together. <laughs> I was like, that was straight out of his playbook. Oh, yeah. That... That was so Jeep Young. Yeah. That was fantastic. Amazing. I, I felt bad for her. Like, I think she needed to hear it, but she just, like, went to her family and they were like, yeah, no, you suck. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, you were in the wrong. We are all on NJ's side. And it's like, this is the first time this has happened. Right? But you need those people in your life. She prepares her presentation and gets ready to go get her boys. But when she arrives at their office, she discovers she's not the only one there. The place is crawling with other investors. No cutting in line. She tries to give Dosan a call, but he declines her. He's meeting with an investment team, and while this is a very similar scene to Samson Tech's early days, the investors now are willing and eager to jump in as early as possible. No business plan needed. They'll start funding now. Dami texts Dosan asking to discuss something, but he doesn't respond. The investors leave, and the San boys sort through the mound of business cards they've received. Dalmi calls again, and Dosan still doesn't answer. Chulsan asks who's calling, and then Dalmi walks in. Ahyun is meeting with Inje at the Sandbox Cafe. Inje complains about what Dalmi said about their offer bogging Dosan down, and she's surprised Ahyun agrees with her. This robot comes up to deliver coffee, and it scared the shit out of me for no good reason. <laughs> why I can't do horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's a product of Inje and Dalmi's machinations, so curse them. <laughs> Ahyun brought by some holiday food and also tells Inje that her husband has signed the divorce papers. Do you want to keep the name Wan or change it back to So? Inje ignores this and instead asks what her mother plans to do. She's been paid alimony, so stop living off one dock. Ahyun says she's going to use the money for something else. Inje wonders if her mother even likes living with one dock. Ahyun says, of course not, but she has to say. Does she feel sorry for Dalmi? Inje wonders. No, for Wondok. I neglected my own daughter for more than 10 years, and Wondok raised her. I should pay her back. Ahyun reveals the truth about Wondok's eyesight to Inje, telling her that without Ahyun, Wondok couldn't go out. So come over for New Year's. Show her your face before her eyesight gets worse. Things are tense with Dalmi and the boys. She tells them she came by to thank them, and also, I'd like to recruit you. And she hands over her business card. Chulsan and Yongsan take it, but Dosan refuses. Chulsan and Yongsan try to delicately explain that their situation has changed from three years ago. Basically, they're out of her league now. But Dalmi tells them she knows, and she's confident that her company can fit their raised status. So give me a chance. She starts to give them a presentation, but Dosan cuts her off. I know what you do. I saw your video. And by his tone, we can tell he is not at all happy with what's happening right now. He asks Chulsan and Yongsan for a moment alone with Dalmi. Outside, Chulsan and Yongsan look at the stack of business cards and laugh like old men about how far they've come. Chulsan gets an idea then. 
Nope. Yong-san gets an idea then, snatches the stack of cards, and runs away. Which I love that he just, like, apparently runs all the way to Sandbox. <laughs> uh, right? Which is so exciting. I have to show my boy Ji-pyong. That's the true enemies to lovers right there. <laughs> Back inside, Dami and Dosan sit in an awkward silence. Dami looks over at the whiteboard and sees that it still has the plans for the self-driving car they made the night after demo day. She has a fond smile as she asks if Dosan remembers. Dami stays serious as he reminds... Oh my gosh, the names are getting crazy in here. <laughs> Dosan stays serious as he reminds Dami that she told him not to be unreasonable and hold on to an illusion. Back then, those words hurt me so deeply. But eventually I realized that you were right. The person you loved was not me. The person I loved was not you either. I spent the last three years accepting that. Well, you? I don't want to be confused anymore. So I don't want to see you again. Dami blinks back tears as she nods. Now that I'm the one hearing those words, they hurt more than I thought. This must be how you felt back then. I know it's too late, but I'm sorry. Dosan has to look away with that, which did hurt me. He seems like he's been holding onto this pain for so long. But that should have ended it. That would have been the perfect time to switch it over to Jipyong. Good point. I thought that was perfect. I, um, it was a good, clean break where he was like, I... Granted, it leaves a plot hole of, like, who are her developers going to be. But if, like, Dosan, like, sucked it up and was like, okay, I'm willing to work with you and just, like, be friends. Right? Or, like, just Wouldn't be that be best? Yeah. Yeah. Be perfectly fine. No romantic feelings like, at I all. Like, I really did like working with you. Yeah. And, and they worked very well together. And then it's Dami and Jipyong. Perfection. Yeah. Everybody likes Jipyong better anyway. <sighs> Clearly. Mm-hmm. I will say, and like, make sure you're sitting down because it's going to be shocker. I really did like what he had to say, Dosan did. Like, I, I think yeah. it was really immature of him to recognize how he and Dalmi both idealized each other based on images in their head and that it really wasn't a great foundation for a relationship. Yeah. Like, he's boring as shit now, but I appreciate that he's matured. Yeah. At least a little. Yeah, I think that, like, him being like, I never have to see you again. Like, I think that's quite dramatic. Yeah. But it's his decision. I, I like that he was like, I didn't ever really love you. I like this idea of you. Yeah. And I, I wish I had tied into the whole, like, Dalmi being his dream thing. Because I feel like that would have been a great thing to bring up then. Yeah. Because it still bothers me. Yeah. But, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give, I gave him credit, okay? Good job. Now you I can go it. back to hating him. <laughs> yep. I don't hate him. I just hate the relationship. Dami drives home in the banana mobile while crying, which is dangerous. Dosan gets up to erase the self-driving car design off the whiteboard, but for a man who didn't know what a metaphor was, he gets completely smacked in the face by one as the marker refuses to erase. <laughs> That's amazing. Yongsan is at Sandbox. He ran all the way there to talk to Jipyong of all people. Jipyong is less than enthusiastic to see the man who accused him of murder. What brings you here? Yongsan wants to rent an office. He tells Jipyong they're starting a new business. Jipyong, of course, does not like this news since it means the San boys are staying in Korea. Yongsan was curious. What are Jipyong's thoughts? Jipyong considers. That's great news. Congratulations. I wish you the best of luck, he says with a smile. You've changed a lot, Yongsan remarks. You're a lot nicer now. But Jipyong disagrees. You know I only say good things to companies I'm not interested in. And that was so cold and exactly why I love this man. Yes. Because <laughs> I was also surprised that he was saying so many nice things. And then he was just like, 
I say that to companies I don't care about. And I was like, there he is. He's still there. <laughs> we love He's to still see there. It. And I thought it was just like, it was so beautiful and juicy after all that time of Young Sun being like, you're so mean. And you all you do is shit on us, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he gets that compliment he wants and he realizes it's completely hollow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. Young Sun looks a little disappointed as Ji Pyong walks away. Ji Pyong has yet another emotional moment in the elevator as he takes in the news that Dosan is not just visiting, which I noticed that Ji Pyong has so many elevator scenes, like everything happens in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> Ji Pyong then finds Dalmi in the parking garage. She's upgraded from banging her head against the bus stop to banging her head against the car window. Ji Pyong <laughs> gives her a fond smile and taps on the window. It's next, so we see him sitting in the car next to her. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. What's bothering her? Dalmi says nothing, but Ji Pyeong calls her on it. Is it because I'm not your mentor anymore? Dalmi tells him about the developers they lost and how they need to fill C-level positions. They were thinking about Dosan and the guys. She made an offer to him, but he flat turned it down. Ji Pyeong smiles. He finally did something I approve of. <laughs> Dalmi's like, could you not? <laughs> Ji Pyeong admits he should give her advice, but he's too personally involved, so he won't. Dalmi mumbles that this is exactly why she wasn't going to tell him. Mm -hmm. Ji Pyong laughs and apologizes. I guess I'm quite petty. Dalmi gives him a sad, affectionate smile. There's a lot of emotion in it. She smiled. Cute. There's so much chemistry. <laughs> There's just so much chemistry. It's just, it's not even a competition. Mm -hmm. Dosan goes home and his dad hands him his ball back. You dropped this. <laughs> you dropped your balls, son. <laughs> you really did, though. <laughs> Fucking <Ooh>. sip. <laughs> just, he just snipped him off, threw him in the trash, man. Oh. <laughs> back to the good old eunuch days. Eunuch. Uh. I'm is it eunuch it's right oh no <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> actually dosan threw it away intentionally he stares down at the baseball he asks his dad what to do when he can neither throw something away nor forget it next we see his parents planning out a route for him dosan's going on a bike ride it's what his dad used to do when he was troubled when he was young by the time he was exhausted all his troubles would seem small i thought this was a flashback because of how Dosan's hair looked. I know. It, it looked like, it, not that like, you know, it's like, oh, it's just unstyled. But like, it was like very, it very much looked like a flashback because he, he was just dressed as he was like before everything happened. So I was confused for a little bit. And then I was like, oh, we're still in the present day. Never mind. Yeah, the whole thing was kind of. An odd aside to me. Yeah, because I thought maybe this was like a mi like a memory he was having as to why he started first riding a bike all the time. So yeah, but then I was like, oh no, this is just him wanting to ride a bike in the middle of nowhere for shits and giggles because he's sad. But I mean, granted, I've done some weird things when I've been sad. So can I really <laughs> judge him? <laughs> Dosan does the same, hoping his troubles will fade away. We see Dosan ride through the countryside as he thinks about how he can't forget Dalmi and how much his last meeting with her affected him. Then he randomly falls off his bike and into a ditch. He pulls himself up and sadly walks his bike to his family's cabin. He lays down, thinking of Dalmi's apology, and thinks, Dad was wrong. The more exhausted I become, the more clear my thoughts are. 
I need some like reprieve from all of his sadness. He needs another dimension. It's just so much. It's just so much. Like, I'm not trying to be unsympathetic, but like, I'm trying to get some enjoyment out of the show. And just every time we cut to him, it's like, oh, okay, my God, here we go again. He's just like, I'm just sad again. And it's like a perpetually sad person. You're not always sad. <laughs> Many times right? you make fun of your sadness. You guys didn't even make it to second base. Like, was oh my it God. really that serious? <laughs> this, you're like the dads that are like, go get yourself a horse, son. Make yourself feel better. <laughs> That's not what we saying. just need to get him a prostitute. <laughs> Is that what I'm saying? I was just like, you knew her for a few months. You did, I mean, you did spend a lot of time with her, but. Yeah. It's my perpetual problem with Dosan is that he's not a very active character. He just kind of lets the things happen around him and then complains about them. Other than that one time he punched Jipyong. Yeah. <laughs> the most active thing he ever did. Or he slammed that nameplate thing on in Jay's father's oh, desk. Oh, that was, okay, that, that was, was peak Dosan. That was peak Dosan. And then he just like grabbed Dalmi's face and kissed her. That was peak Dosan. That was him being active in his life. Like he was doing things. Yes. Like, yes. He was being a complex person who was like, shit, I fucked up. But like, I really didn't want to do that thing. And then here, I'm going to kiss you now. And I was like, that's hot. I'm here for that energy. Yeah. But the rest of this, I'm not here for. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just, it's kind of, it's boring to watch. It's kind of unrelatable. I yeah. Because, you yeah. know, as a writer myself, um, you can't, a character just can't always be sad. It's boring for the watcher or the reader. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you have to have some sort of levity, some sort of other emotion that is also happening or you know it keeps it entertaining yes it's not just because like maybe it's more realistic but that's not what we're here for we're here for entertainment so you know yeah we need something else from dosan well and i guess from a realistic perspective i kind of think being hung up on this hung up on someone for three years is like borderline insane like, I think at that point, it becomes unhealthy. It's only because, like, oh, we know they're meant to be together and they're soulmates kind of thing. And it's like... It's you want to really know... I, feel, I may have said this on the podcast before. I never remember anything I say on here. But I knew that they were going to end up together because Dalmi is the girl on the swing... And Dosan has a painting in his room that has a boy's yes! name on it. <laughs> We've never talked about this, but I did. I've, I've, I've noticed that. I thought it was going to be like he has some swing story. I just think it was just like a visual little tidbit yeah. where they were like, it's, it's Dosan. Yeah. Dosan is the lead. And it's like, you are the chosen one, even though you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You know, every other hint says otherwise. Yeah. Wandok and Ahyun are walking together. Ahyun leaves to go to the bathroom, and Wandok drops her visor. Someone stops to help her pick it up, and it's Inje. Wandok, of course, doesn't recognize her, but Inje guides her grandmother to a nearby bench, gets a little teary-eyed, and then leaves. In the car, Inje calls someone up and tells them she wants her adoption dissolved. 
this scene was really weird to me. Yeah. Like, where did NJ come from? Why was she there? Why did that interaction convince her? It was just like, it felt very quick. Like, yeah. there should be something more there. Yeah. It's like, meanwhile, I have to suffer through Dosan seeds that go on seven times longer than necessary. <laughs> yeah. But I liked the end result, so I, like, wasn't mad at it. I was like, this feels very random, yes. but I approve. Yeah, well, I think it was definitely a scene just written for that end result. Because they're just, like, they're at this random building, and NJ just comes out of nowhere and then leaves. Yeah, it's like, did her mom... Like Spider-Man or something. Was Did her mom, like, leave Wandok on purpose so NJ could just come up? And I... It's, yeah, it's very weird. It's very random. Dosan is sleeping outside the cabin. He's confused when he sees something walking across the bridge, like Frodo going to Mount Doom. It's Dalmi. <laughs> he thinks he's imagining her until she comes right up to him and says his name. She's wearing work clothes and limping with a cut on her knee. She clearly has been through a lot to get there. Dalmi reveals Dosan's parents gave her directions. She begged them to tell her. You left your jacket in my office. I came to return it to you. Why couldn't she have just left it at his house? Right? Also, we don't even see her return it. Yeah, no. And also, I came to talk to you. Dosan's cold towards her and wonders why this is so hard. He then thinks about how he's forgotten the guys he spent years with in the military. So why can't he forget her? Oh I like, I should not have to explain to you why that's different. <laughs> Dosan goes to leave, but Dalmi stops him. Dalmi continues to herself. No, why do I keep switching their names? <laughs> Dosan continues to himself. In my 30 years, we only spent a few months together. So why is it so hard to forget you? He looks around then. He's angry now. Do you know why I came here? I had a long, painful journey. How could you show up here so easily? This is killing me. Why is it so easy for you? But in his head, he thinks, I came here trying to forget you. I was running away from you for three years. Why do you not fade even a little? You forgot me so easily, so why can't... Dalmi jumps in. It wasn't easy for me either. I too had to try so hard to stay awake because this scene is very boring. Sorry, those are my thoughts. Not Dalmi's, I'll try again. I too had a difficult journey, so we need to talk. They sit outside together. Dalmi makes some ramen that she fortuitously packed. Dosan looks at the ramen and is reminded of their first date after NJ's party. Why Tarzan, he asks, referring to the self-driving car. Dalmi thinks back to the same night when Dosan used Tarzan to explain AI to her. She tells Dosan it was fascinating. It was super cool. Dosan disagrees. It was childish. Dalmi says it was cool because it opened up so many possibilities. Just how much could I learn? That's why I named the car that. Why did you work with self-driving cars at Tusto? Dosan sullenly answers, the company made me do it. No special reason. And this man is really 30 going on 13. Like, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Dosan turns around and sees Dalmi has fallen asleep sitting up. He kneels in front of her, thinking back to when she talked about using their technology for a self-driving car. Your idea fascinates me too, he admits out loud. Then he sees her bloody knee and uses his sweaty little wrist wrap to give her an infection. <laughs> a simple transaction. <laughs> he sits down next to her, leans her head on his shoulder, and flips through her business plan. <laughs> <laughs> Chulsan uses a photo of Saha to figure out where she works. She's once again a lawyer. He spends all day waiting outside her building for her to come out, and honestly, I'd call him out more if she didn't do the same thing first. Right? When Saha does come out, he acts shocked to see her. 
I wrote he acts choked to see her. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Uh, he makes up some excuse, and but he lets slip that he's starting a new business. Saha and Chulsan go to get coffee together, and Chulsan runs some company names by her. Through this, Saha discovers that Chulsan's English is actually quite good, so he doesn't need a tutor. Suspicious. And she doesn't think they met up by accident, either. Saha flips it back on... What? Chulsan? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Those two don't even sound the same. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Do you smell toast? <laughs> well, I, it's all written down, so I already had the stroke, apparently, <laughs> like four days ago. <laughs> Chulsan flips it back on her. What about the restaurant? Did you really run into us? They both admit it wasn't by chance, and Chulsan is elated, but Saha tells him not to read too much into it. She was just curious about her ex-colleagues. Chulsan asks if she would be interested in working with him again. Youngsan is back at Sandbox. This time he wants to meet with Sunhawk. He shows her all the business cards. He wants to know which ones are reliable. Have her run a reference check. Sunhawk asks if they had an information session for investors recently. Youngsan tells her they haven't even incorporated yet. These people just showed up after reading their magazine interview. Then that must mean they're ready to pay for a product without even knowing what it is, Sunhawk comments. And Youngsan looks a little smug. But Sunhawk continues. It's safe to say none of them are reliable investors then. They'll cheer you on even if you're jumping into a fire by mistake. You can throw them all away. Instead of waiting for investors, why don't you go look for them yourselves? If you get turned down, ask why they turned you down. That's how you'll find the right match. Youngsan smiles and thanks her for the advice. Youngsan is turning out to be quite a good CEO. Yeah. Like, I, I was genuinely shocked, but also it made me happy. I agree. <laughs> Because he doesn't have bitches to worry about. Like, do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to agree. <laughs> On his way out, Yongsan runs into Ji Pyong and thinks, hmm, these two scenes might be connected somehow. Do you have a minute? <laughs> and Ji Pyong gives him a look like, oh shit, who did I murder this time? <laughs> they sit down together, and Ji Pyong reminds Yongsan that he's only going to say good things to him. Yongsan asks for the bad things. Can you tell me, please? I'm asking you. Joe Song. Joe Song. Joe Song. <laughs> that sounds like Alex's partner. I'm Joe Song. What up, guys? <laughs> Ji Pyong asks, What's this about? Did you say I was. Didn't you say I was the one who killed your brother? Yong San considers for a moment. Looking back, I just needed someone to blame. I'm sorry. I should be a therapist. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. I think it was obvious to pretty much everyone else. But yes. yes, you go. Yes. You go. <laughs> <laughs> it was very obvious to everybody. <laughs> we should all be therapists. <laughs> I think pff, some of us should just go to therapy. <laughs> Mainly young son. I'm already there, so I've beaten you all. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> I was about to be like and your brother didn't even commit suicide <laughs> I, jokes on you i don't even have a brother <laughs> jokes on you <laughs> oh if anything i would be the brother <laughs> oh god okay by committing suicide god Bestie, I'm gonna need you to tell me if I should leave this in or not. <laughs> Bestie. 
shaking a little. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad it was just a <laughs> misinterpretation. But, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Not currently suicidal, just non-binary. <laughs> I don't think this we've is... changed the Twitter bio yet, because I don't no. know what to change it to. So. We could change it to, to wait, Goyles. <laughs> oh, now we're just grew from <laughs> so I don't know me. why that was like, my mind was like, that's not a gender term. <laughs> well, say, you know, boys Goyles? and goyles. Goyles? <laughs> this is such a weird scene to have this conversation in, too. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Off the rails. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, Ji Pyong looks a little awkward. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> I thought I was being honest, but in reality, I was being too harsh. I'm sorry. Yongsan tells him they don't need empty compliments right now. They need his criticism. Why did you form a startup? Ji Pyong asks. To run a business or write programs? The conclusion is simple. If what excites you is writing programs and seeing them run, work as developers at a company that pays you well. If you're excited about establishing and leading a company, run your own company. As you know, running a startup is difficult. The only thing that keeps you going in the beginning is knowing that you're doing what you love. If you think about how it all started, you won't need my criticism anymore. Yongsan nods and voices over. There's a thing called an elevator speech. It's a pitch that is brief and powerful enough to change a person's mind during a short elevator ride. In other words, sometimes it doesn't take long to convince someone. Only a minute. We jump back to Chulsan and Saha. She tells him that she has no interest in joining their company. Chulsan argues it's different from three years ago. They can compensate her better than any other company. But Saha has money. That isn't why she joined Samsung Tech. Then why? Someone begged me desperately. Saha answers, and Chulsan knows she's referring to Dalmi. She was so desperate that she kneeled down just to recruit me. If she was ready to go that far, at least it wouldn't be boring working with her. Is anyone at your company as desperate as Dalmi? Chulsan thinks it over and says maybe they should reconsider starting a business. And I think he missed the hint. Saha has a kink. A kneeling kink? <laughs> Begging. I thought she was saying you wanted him to propose. <laughs> <laughs> Took it very different directions. She likes it when people beg. Yeah, I get on your knee. Mm, I can't nice blame her, you know. Yeah. How? <laughs> Smooth. I just hit my teeth with my water bottle. It was a little painful. How do you think Songsu felt with a <laughs> golf club? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Not great, I assume. <laughs> Can't say I've ever been hit in the face with a golf club. Speaking of kinks. No. <laughs> It's morning, and Dosan and Dalmi go to leave the cabin. Dalmi hangs on to Dosan. What do I need to do to get you to join the company? Someone get this girl a motorized scooter and some hair gel. We got a new Alex on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a bunch of offers, but Dosan continues to say no. Can you at least read our business plan? Dalmi asks, but she can't find it in her bag. She thinks it must be back at the house and goes to rush back, but Dosan stops her with a wrist grab. She doesn't need to get it. He has it. <laughs> Didn't even try to get excited. I literally rolled my eyes. <laughs> it's 
too late. The risk grab isn't enough to convince me. Did you read it? Dalmi asks excitedly as Yongsan continues to narrate. Often it isn't someone's words that are convincing, but the desperation in their eyes or sympathy for that person. Everybody in the show has a begging kink, okay? <laughs> I can't say you're wrong. That's <laughs> how you get things done at Samsung Tech. You have to beg for it. We're learning a lot about you tonight. <laughs> I didn't say it was my kink. <laughs> How dare you make assumptions, Lisa? Uh, you know, when you start protesting too profusely. <laughs> we jump to our least favorite people, Songsu and the twins. Songsu remarks that he thought it would take more to convince the twins to join Morning Group. The twins answers that they were all in the same situation. They had someone bossing them around who was a complete moron for a long time. Which, Inche is a lot of things, but I don't think she's a moron. Yeah, Inche is extremely competent. Like, yes. Anything, any, whoever thinks she's a moron is a moron. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, accurate. Back to Yongsan and Jipyong. Yongsan thinks that based on Jipyong's advice, it'd be better if they stayed as developers rather than starting their own business. One more question then. If they were to find partners, they'd like to work with Dalmi's Chungmyang group. We've been offered the CTO position. It was me thinking, do you think the twins were actually talking about Dalmi? Ooh, it's possible. But she's also not a moron. She's also yeah, quite competent. So Yeah, the... I feel like they're, they're all coming together for a revenge against Inje thing is the only reason I jumped mm, there. Yeah. Yeah. Or or both. Could be both. Both, yeah. I'm sure they'd love both. Not that Songsu really knows who she is, but... Well, yeah. oh no, because she rejected Morning Group, so... Yeah. And manipulated them. So. Yeah. They probably hate both of them. We've been offered the CTO position. Do you think we should join them? This, of course, gets Ji Pyong's attention, and you can almost see the little angel and devil come to sit on his shoulders as he wonders what advice he should give. I don't like the idea, he answers immediately, which surprised Yongsan a bit. Jo Pyong... <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. I believe in you. <laughs> I keep trying to name him Joe. <laughs> Jipyong continues, as a man, I want to stop you. But as an investor, which I'm like, ah, oh, yes, the two genders, man and investor. <laughs> <laughs> and he's interrupted by Yongsan. But the narrator version, not the one in front of him. But nothing can change a person's mind more easily than when you tell the truth despite everything. And Jipyong finishes his sentence. But as an investor, I think you would be great partners. Which then was kind of funky, because I guess Dalmi is elevator pitching to Dosan, and Jipyong is elevator pitching to Yongsan. Like, I, I didn't quite get the parallel there. I didn't get the through line. Yeah, I guess... Like, I guess so it's more, more like how a few words can affect somebody's whole trajectory, I guess. Like, it's amazing what just a few simple words can do. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I didn't really pay attention to the whole spiel of an elevator pitch because I found it confusing. Yeah, I agree. And then I wrote the whole thing down and was like, "Well, that didn't really clear didn't go anywhere." Up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess yeah, Ji Pyong's 
perfect in Yongsan's eyes now, which was so concerned about. So that, I mean, Yongsan and uh, Jae Pyong have more chemistry than Dosan and Dalmi. So literally, name any two people and they have more <laughs> chemistry than Dosan and Dalmi. Even two characters who haven't even crossed paths, more it's chemistry. True. It's true. Now it's testing day for Tarzan. Chungmyung Company is there, of course, and so are the San Boys and Saha. And for some reason, Morning Group is too. I thought you said it's it's a chesty gay. <laughs> what? Not everything is about you. <laughs> the first half of this was so normal. <laughs> <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> I'm just spilling all your secrets. <laughs> Tell them everything about me, Lisa. <laughs> that can be our description. A chesty gay and <laughs> their friend. <laughs> Give you the unheard perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the only way I would be referred to from now on. (laughs) This is Kelsey, the chesty gay. (laughs) Okay, so close. So close. (laughs) Yes, sorry. The good guys cheer on Dalmi, who is the safety driver. Dosan's in the car too, presumably as developer. Dalmi is nervous, sort of alarmingly nervous for a test they need to pass to not potentially kill people. Yeah. But she starts the car and away they go. In the post credit scene, Dosan's parents are cleaning up their alcohol when someone rings the doorbell. <laughs> I found this kind of confusing. Like, are they making, like, moonshine or something? Like, what <laughs> is this? I think that's, like, a real big thing in Korea is, like, your fancy root alcohol or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real top, top-notch top stuff because I guess you have to leave it there for years. So not moonshine. I mean, maybe. <laughs> there might be some parallels, you know? <laughs> Dosan's dad is shocked to see it's Dalmi. He rushes to his wife without answering. What do we do? Why is she here? Dosan's trying to get over her right now. Dosan's mom reasons that if she came all the way here looking for him... That's a 30% chance she still has feelings left. <laughs> and if she insists on going where Dosan is, that's a 50% chance. It's a long and difficult journey to the cabin. If she makes that journey, 70% chance. What about the remaining 30%? <laughs> that's up to Dosan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracting you. <laughs> Kelsey's counting it on her fingers. <laughs> you know, I'm distracted with math. <laughs> If she goes all the way there and comes back alone, then it's over. But if they come back together, it's 100% certain. And we cut to see Dosan piggybacking Dalmi across the river outside the cabin. He tells her he still has the money from when Tusto acquired Samsan Tech. He wants to use it to acquire shares in Chungmyung Company. That's his condition. Dalmi doesn't argue and just holds Dosan tighter. We made it. We made it. Also, when you were like... I was distracted by math and I was like you know us chesty gays are bad at math and I was like I can't say that Lisa isn't a gay (laughs) thank you for not saying it's because I'm not chesty you are chesty you got you got a nice wreck (laughs) thanks you're a good liar (laughs) 
I'm not lying. Okay. I like how I got defensive of your boobs. I... This is bizarre. <laughs> so, uh, we're almost at the end of the show. <laughs> I think that's... That is just, this is proof of how boring Dosan and Dalmi are. It's that I don't care. We how had to come up. up with a yeah. whole side plot. <laughs> Our own comedy routine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care how they end up. I don't care where they're going. I don't, I don't care. I just care about Jipyong and Wandok, like I said before. Yes. I've always yes. cared about them and what happens to them. That's it. And I guess I care, yeah, in, in piggybacking off of that. Okay, fine, Dosan doll me together. But now I care that Ji Pyong steps out and that it just, like, let it all just peacefully peacefully resolve. Like, it's, it's wait, no, it's going to happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. Don't don't try to do this anymore. Stop with the Ji Pyong pining. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. It's been going on for long enough. Show it's you've hurt fair. us enough. Yes. Let him just bow out. Just have like some hot babe come in at the end. Yes. He deserves it. Yes. He does. Multiple babes. Oh, yeah. He definitely deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. How did you? You were worried about his hair. How did you end up on his hair? Oh, I, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, me too. I liked it. Yeah. It was good. He looks great, okay. like he always does. Um, yeah, I'm glad we agree on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking, you know how he has like the two dimples? Mm-hmm. What if he pierced the dimples? <laughs> I don't know if that goes with his whole vibe. It doesn't at all. <laughs> I was just wondering. I was just wondering. I was just, I'm not going to do it. I was just, I was just thinking, I was thinking about it. About it. <laughs> I'm not going to sneak into his house and pierce his dimples. <laughs> oh, I hope he gets man. to buy one doc a business. I agree. I agree. Or whatever she wants. Yeah. Take her on a trip. Yes. Something. Whatever she wants. Yeah. It's the true ship. Like not not romantic ship, but it's the it's the best relationship. Yes. Agreed. Obviously, I. If anyone at this point thinks I'm shipping Wan Doc and GPL, you're not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Take us out. Uh, gladly. Either on a date or by sniper. Surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> If I were going to take you out, I would 100% do it to your face either way. <laughs> what does that even mean? Not a sniper. You know, oh. I'd, I'd walk oh, up Oh, crime of you. passion. Bang. Yes. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I prefer that. It feels more intimate. Yeah, not a knife, though. It's too dirty. <laughs> too messy. I agree. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Just want this to end. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow us on Twitter at DramatizedPod and come join us in the Discord. The link is in the description of our podcast as well as our Twitter bio. I don't know why we hit the R so hard on Discord. (laughs) Join us next time when we'll be back with the final two episodes of Startup. I'm very excited to see where all this goes. I've been enjoying this drama. And until then, don't get traumatized by the dramatized.